0: Hey Slater Crusaders, welcome back to Road to the Midterms. This is our Politics by Faith segments, the name of our podcast. Please download it if you haven't already. Uh, the, the quick uh, elevator pitch of the podcast is uh, there's too much anxiety in our world, too much anxiety in politics and the news. I don't like it. I don't like living like this, but I still want to pay attention to news. I still want to be an informed citizen. I want to know what's going on. So we take the news of the day, uh, talk about it, break it down, lament the brokenness in it. That's very important. And then provide some historical perspective, and biblical peace so that you can flush that anxiety away and then go to sleep. (laughs) like Literally so you can sleep at night. I have friends who have trouble sleeping because of the news in the world. and That's not good. So you can wake up refreshed, ready to go, take on the day and uh, be a good citizen. That's the goal of Politics by Faith. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, this is different than our normal podcast episodes because it's the last segment of our TV show, uh, Road to Midterms on the first TV. Let's get to it. I'm glad you're here, however you're here. So I'm still thinking about this Atlantic article from the Brown University professor asking for pandemic asylum, or excuse me, amnesty, pandemic amnesty. Let's just forgive and forget. Sorry, we didn't let you go to your mom's funeral. Sorry, we fired you from your job, nurse of 20 years. Sorry, we kept your kids out of school for absolutely no reason at all. Sorry about that whole mask thing. Oops, but you know, water under the bridge. (laughs) But that's not even right. I didn't even characterize her article properly because she did not say sorry for being wrong and imposing her delusions on all of us. No politician has, by the way. Have you heard any? I I haven't heard any politician admit they were wrong, let alone apologize for being wrong. I haven't heard one. Show me one. Her argument is that we were all just doing our best. And some people guessed right, some people guessed wrong, but let's not keep score. Let's not gloat. Let's not hold any grudges. Let's just move on. Eh. Here's how I remember it. See if you agree with this, if you have the same recollection. At the very beginning of COVID, there was a lot of unknown. We didn't know, who knew? There was a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty. So we were told two weeks to stop the spread. That gave us some certainty in the chaos. So everyone stay home for two weeks. That way we can stop the spread so that a lot of people don't go to the hospital because if there's too many people that go to the hospital, then they can't get the help they need and they'll die. Remember, the system can't take this rush of people. So let's lower, flatten the curve. Two weeks to slow the spread, flatten the curve, keep it under the hospital capacity, and then we'll save everyone's life. Remember that? That was the whole thing. So love your neighbor and stay home. It was framed in very Christian terms. Love your neighbor, stay home, love your neighbor. And not only did almost everyone do it, but most everyone did so happily. We were loving our neighbor after all. We were doing the right thing, the nice thing. We didn't want grandma to die. I didn't, I didn't want your grandma to die. And we made the best of it. People had fun with it. Remember, um, Tiger King was on Netflix. We all watched Tiger King together. It was communal. We were all one. Almost in a way, it was something we needed as a country, something we could unite behind. We had a common enemy. People embraced it. People embraced it. it was, there was a pause in our normal busy lives. It was a time to be with family, a time to focus on what really mattered. It was good. And then two weeks went by, and this thing that started out as, yes, completely unwise and unnecessary, of course, but it was pitched as noble and good, very quickly this thing turned wicked. They started moving the goalposts. Two weeks, turned into two months, turned into two years. It became political. Trump's the worst person in the world, blah, blah, blah. Became tribal, became us versus them, right? Us, the, the people who follow the science versus the deniers, the idiots, the fools, the people who don't follow the science, the people who don't love their neighbor. The people who deserve to die, I hope they die. The people who are killing grandma, have they no soul? It was a thing that started out noble and good and uniting, turned into, should I even invite my family to Thanksgiving? I hate them so much. It got very ugly, very fast. And a lot of people couldn't admit they were wrong, wouldn't reassess as things were progressing. I was wrong in the beginning. And then also a lot of people lied. The argument from this Brown professor is again, that we were, we were all just guessing and some guessed right and some guessed wrong, let's not keep score. And you're like, yeah, like I guessed wrong in the beginning and then I reassessed and I changed my mind. I didn't hear many people, not pol- many politicians do that at all. But also some people lied a lot to your face many times. And a lot of people who were just doing the best they could were taken for a ride by the liars. People lie, you know. <laughs> like it's like this weird thing like, no, no one would ever lie. What are you talking about? The Bible says don't lie because that's what people naturally do. I love how we're, we're supposed to act like people would never. No. Scientists would never. Would never! Big Pharma would never! Politicians would never lie! <laughs> what? Po- people lie. Politicians lie to you. Breaking news. So my point is, COVID started out perhaps as a noble goal, love thy neighbor, even a Christianly goal, but then turned into a pagan religion, complete with idols, the CDC, saints, like Fauci, rituals, masks, social distancing, all the way to human sacrifice. The unvaccinated deserve to die. Got pagan fast. Have you noticed the same thing happening with our other holidays? wherever you download your favorite podcasts. With all the holidays, this same degeneration. It started out as something, something good, something noble, something pure, something righteous, something sacred. And then it's turned into something pagan. COVID started out like a holiday. It was a two week vacation for everyone. Stay home, don't go to work. All of our holidays started out that way, started out sacred, and then turned into something meaningless. How was your Halloween? Like, did did your Halloween feel different to you this year? It did to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. This year, it felt, it felt empty. And I have a two, four, and six-year-old, so they had a blast, right? They dressed up as Winnie the Pooh, Kangaroo, and Tigger. They loved it. And I don't want to be a downer. I hope you had a wonderful Halloween. But it felt empty to me. Maybe, you know, we moved to a new neighborhood. Maybe it was something to do with that. It was our first Halloween here. Sure, maybe it's just me. It felt lacking. It felt empty. It felt meaningless. And then it hit me. Of course it felt meaningless, it is meaningless. (laughs) Halloween used to be All Hallows Eve. What does that mean? Hallows, you gotta go to the, the original Webster dictionary. Whenever you look up a word, go to the original 1828 dictionary. Hallow means to make holy, to consecrate, to set apart for holy or religious use. To devote to holy or religious exercises, to treat as sacred, to reverence, to honor as sacred. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. October 31st was All Hallowed, All Hallows' Eve. And that got smushed together into Halloween. Eve means the day before. So the day before... All Hallows Day. All Hallows Eve, the day before All Hallows Day, or All Saints Day. November 1st is All Saints Day. So this was the night before All Saints Day. Halloween used to be a religious holiday, is what I'm saying. It used to be a religious holiday. Now it's pagan. Now it's pagan emptiness, and it's about candy. And like even worse, and I don't know if you saw the same thing, but a lot of my friends saw this, even across the country, that it, it, this, this year's Halloween was more gory like people's decorations in the front of their yards, like more gory and dark and satanic than usual. We have a house down the street that had all these dolls with their heads cut off all strewn about their yard. There's like 50 dolls with either their heads cut off or like blood from their mouths with like knives. Was like, what? In the, who is that for, lady? So it all became like darker and more satanic. But like, of course it did. Because that's just, that's the way it, all, it always goes. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving coming up. Okay. Like I blew it on Halloween. I just kind of like went with the crowd, like I did with COVID, without thinking. I've just been going with the crowd and like doing the Halloween that we're all supposed to be doing these days as opposed to what it really originally started at. And I don't want to do the same thing with Thanksgiving anymore. Thanksgiving used to be a day of fasting and prayer. Look at every presidential declaration of thanksgiving for the first like 150 years of our country it was a day of fasting and prayer now it's a day of gluttony and football it is the exact, it's become pagan, it's a pagan used to be sacred, now it's pagan same thing with every holiday, Easter of course, used to be a religious holiday now it's the Easter bunny and eggs even the way we celebrate Christmas in America, Santa or it's all about the presents, at best it's about being with family but is that even what Christmas is about? now? All these Christian holidays have become secularized and pagan and meaningless. Or just eliminated completely. Like Columbus Day is now Indigenous Peoples Day. They're just changing all the holidays. Everything eroded from its true hallowed meaning over time. Which is why we need a true restoration in America. We need a return to what was. That's what conservatives should believe in, right? We want to conserve what was. I just regret that I don't even know what was in many cases. But I like learning about it. I like learning what Halloween used to be. And I would argue that if we stopped wasting our time with dumb Halloween, and listen, it's fun, dress up, my kid dress up like Winnie the Pooh, right? It's cute. Sure, there's some of that, that's fine, it's fine. I wanna be a total Debbie Downer here. But for the most part, if we stopped wasting our time with dumb Halloween and made it all Saints Day again, we'd live in a better country. If we remembered what originally was and stuck with that, I think it would be a better country. Because we would know, people would know the stories of people that we should emulate. I'll give you an example. Perpetua. Here's the very short of the story. Perpetua lived in the year 203. Right? She refused to worship the emperor of Rome. And she was thrown in jail. She was going to be executed at the next gladiator games. Her father visited her and begged her, pleaded with her to recant your foolish Christian beliefs. Do it for me. Do it for your baby. She was only 22 years old. So like her dad's like, you still got a lot to live. Just say, say whatever you need to say to be free and then you'll be free. And then you can go back to your Christian beliefs in secret. Just denounce Jesus and get out of prison. Enough with your pride. What would you do? She refused. She was in prison. She said, Father, do you see that bowl over there? What is that? And he said, that's a bowl. And she said, of course. Could it be called by any other name than what it is? He said, no. She said, well, neither can I. Neither can I be called anything other than what I am. I am a Christian. She couldn't lie. Even when it led to her death, which it did. She couldn't lie. (coughs) Excuse me. What if... On Halloween, we shared stories like that, instead of dressed up, instead of getting dressed up and drinking on a Monday. What if Halloween was once again about heroes? What if we changed the stories we told ourselves? What if we changed the stories we told in our country? What if Halloween was what it used to be, instead of what it is? Think about how our country would be different. I don't know, it's worth thinking about. I just came across the other day, the story of Teresa of Lisieux. She grew up in the 19th century, She was just a girl and she grew up learning about all the heroes before her. And she got discouraged because she realized I could never live up to the great lives that they lived. So she set herself to what she called little deeds, the little way, that's why she's known as the little flower. She said, the only way I can prove my love is by scattering flowers and these flowers of every little sacrifice, every glance and word and the doing of the least actions for love, the little things to everyone always true sacrifice. I love this line. She says, We live in the age of inventions. This is the 1800s. Nowadays the rich need not trouble to climb the stairs. They have elevators instead. Well, I mean to try and find a lift by which I may be raised unto God, for I am too tiny to climb the steep stairway of perfection. Thine arms, then, O Jesus, are the lift which must raise me up even unto heaven. To get there, I need not grow. I need not grow. On the contrary, I must remain little. I must become still less. I just love stories like that. Because when you hear about the great heroes before us, it should be encouraging, should be inspiring. Even if, in her case, even if you can't do the great things, you can still do little things in a great way. I'll end with this. Uh, Proverbs 6.16. I want to see if you think this applies to COVID. See if this uh, is what a lot of people did. There's six things the Lord hates, seven that are abominable, uh, an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, Hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. If you heard a single politician throughout the entire pandemic and after say, I was wrong, we're revising course, we're reversing course, we're changing our ways. I was wrong, I wish I didn't do that, I'm sorry. Even the woman who wrote that article in The Atlantic saying, let bygones be bygones, she never even admits that she herself was wrong. Maybe I'm the only one who thinks Halloween felt off this year, but I do know that it's time we become a serious country again, one that has holidays with real meaning behind them, real significance, with lessons that we can learn to live better lives, with lessons worthy to pass down to our children, a country with less Halloween and more All Hallows' Eve. Politics by Faith, you can download it anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening on the podcast, I'm grateful you're here. Please leave a review. Got to get to a thousand five-star reviews. Then we hit the big time. And join us over on the TV, on the first TV for Road to Midterms. Spread the word.